Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from this past Sunday night, October 15th, where we took your calls for the next hour, and Scott was not here because he's enjoying his 40th birthday celebration out at Disney's Alani Resort. So, yeah, he's living it up on lazy rivers and having character meals and Seeing a lot of palm trees, I'm sure, in the Pacific Ocean. But we're here talking Disney. We had so many great calls. We got to talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, the planned Disney uh, reunion that's coming up. Ian called in from Pittsburgh and talked about that. We also got an awesome trip report and got so much great information about what it's like to take a VIP tour around Walt Disney World and all the details that go into that and we had a great conversation from a caller from West Virginia talking about what he would do if he was CEO for a day and just such great common sense implementations he would take. And man, when you hear these, you're going to say, yes, I vote you in as CEO immediately. Great calls tonight and great fun Disney conversation. Hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, thanks for being a part of the Be Our Guest podcast family. Don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We would love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. It really does help support the show in the biggest way possible. Just swing by themagicforless.com today. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. All you got to do is join us at $5 a month. And you'll get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. It's a lot of fun. Coming over this week, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, October 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday evening to you, to all the folks who are tuned in live here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Hope you had a great fall weekend, and we are going to spend the next hour talking Disney here at 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395, and I'm going to throw the chat um, link here in the chat room. So if you want to join us live kind of via Zoom, not Zoom, but our live video chat, you can do that as well. So watch for the link in the chat. You can just click on that and join us there as well. But right now, let's uh, let's get some topics to talk about on Friday's podcast. Of course, Scott is not here tonight. He is out at Alani. He just arrived yesterday, kind of late last evening over to Disney's Alani Resort and Spa. And uh, as far as I can tell from his social media, he's living large so far. I saw that he was having dinner with Chip and Dale earlier today, this afternoon. I guess that would be lunch. He's been on the Lazy River from Five of My Friends. I've seen that he's been on the beach looking out into the North Pacific Ocean. Not that I'm jealous, but he's my bud, and I'm just glad that he's living his best life. It's awesome. He's celebrating his 40th birthday. So follow him on the social media this week for some awesome, awesome uh, content at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, and send him a birthday shout-out if you don't mind. All right, we got some phone lines or some phone uh, calls coming in. I need your phone calls tonight, 407-413-9395. So let's just jump in and get right to it. First call tonight. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, this is Ian from Pittsburgh. How are you? Ian, thank you for calling in. 
M-I-Z? Because I know you had sure. trouble with that last time. Well, oh, you stole my thunder. So I'll say Z-O-U. Got it. Okay, perfect. See, I got it right here on my, on my sweatshirt if you're watching the video. So if anybody needs trouble, you can just kind of, let spells it out right here. And then we got it. I can, I can spell today. Okay, so. good, good, good. Now, just glad to, glad to hear from you. Hope you're having a great weekend with the fam. We are, yeah. You know, our um, you know, Auburn did not do well yesterday, but um, we were cheering for the Missouri Tigers, and they did great uh, versus Kentucky. So we're really happy about that. We appreciate that. Yeah, Hugh Freeze, uh, his hair kind of goes wild a little bit when he struggles, but uh, I, I like Hugh Freeze. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's yes. that's something. Yeah, <laughs> I think he has a little bit of a quarterback. You know, he's not sure who to put in there, yeah. and so he's going to have to sort some things out. Yeah, it's so. early. It's early. First year struggles. You got to build a program. Re- yeah. They're rebuilding, rebuilding. Yeah, right. So, that's but right. good for Mizzou. We're really excited for them, and I've got the chant down. So, <laughs> you know, we're good now. <laughs> we appreciate it. So, what's going on? What are we going to yeah. talk about tonight? We got a lot of well, topics I'm, we could we could address. Glad, yeah, I'm glad you're doing a show tonight because I was doing a 10 mile run today, and I was listening to your, um, you know, your dining question show, or your dining ADR show, mm-hmm. and I thought you had said that you had a maybe a cheerleading thing this weekend, so I was like, oh, I won't call in, but then I saw you were doing a show, so I thought I'd you know, just call in real quick. Sure. Yeah, it was last weekend we had cheer. We came in second, regionals. Oh, I'm huh. off a week. Yeah, okay. No, it was last weekend. Yeah, so we're good. We're back. Gotcha. Yeah, so we're, they, yeah, that was last weekend. Not that, oh. not that we're bitter about coming in second, but uh, thanks for bringing that back up. No, I just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I, forgotten I, about it. No, I'm just kidding. I lost. A, I lost the whole week. I I went to my dad was in the hospital in Arizona, so oh, I no. went out. I flew out to Arizona and I flew home last Sunday, and so I missed a whole week. And I'm just catching up on my shows, but I did fly over St. Louis, so I you know I thought about you guys and you know in St. Louis when I was flying over. Um, but I'm finally catching up on all my shows. And I wanted to let you know that I am, uh, we're doing like a planned Disney reunion. We do it every year. Cool. And we just, a bunch of us get together and we go out to Walt Disney World for a few days. And so that's coming up. And I'm really excited. So I'm going to do some food and wine festival stuff. I know you went and we talked about that. I don't know if you tried anything that really stood out to you. Um, I'm sure you probably talked about it. I can't remember what you said. Yeah, I, I did. See, I don't do a ton of that stuff because I'm, t- I'm like a, I'm not like a big sampler, you know, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I went around and had some you of like stuff. You like a big meal. I do. I, I like to sit down at a big meal. That's just kind of my style. I, okay. I think it's, it's my Midwestern kind of like how I'm brought up, right? It's like you sit down at three squares. You know, I'm not like the, when people say like, oh, it's tapas, it's small plates. To me, that, that it, it, like in parentheses, that's like expensive and not enough food. Like, that's what I'm hearing. And I know I got to get out of that mindset right. when I go to Walt Disney World. But I did have um, over in, I think it was Ireland, over by the UK, I had that uh, that like warm pudding. That stuff was super good. Um, oh, the chocolate cake. Yep. I, I want to try that. That was super good. I had the uh, the spam uh, something from Hawaii booth. That was super good, actually. The spam uh, was okay. a sushi, I think. I, I'm guessing they don't have that in Missouri. No, totally, totally don't. But I, I gave that a shot. That was super good. And the uh, the slider, the okay. pork slider, that was good. But you know, again, I'm just more like I just want to get there and just have like a meal. Like that. I yeah. and I know that's kind of the festival is you walk around. That's kind of the, you make a day of it. I'm just. I don't know. My husband's the same I mean, way. I just give me like give me like beer garden. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like 
plant me oh, in a restaurant with you, a little entertainment and a my, buffet? My husband's <laughs> name's Bob, and he's the same way. Like, he loves beer garden. He's not a big fan of the festivals. He just wants to sit down and eat a meal. He doesn't want to graze like that. So, yeah, same, same. Um, but I'm all about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I have nothing against it. I said we're all kind of different. I mean, I totally understand why people enjoy the festivals, because you really do absolutely get to try things you wouldn't get to try at home because like that spam sushi and like i've also i think during i don't know festival of the arts or something i had that back in japan that like sushi donut thing i mean that thing was crazy yeah. right it was like I mean, it was great for instagram it was awesome it tasted great you know where would i have had that in st louis never but you know never. it was it was it was an opportunity but i you know i don't want to make a whole meal or day out of that like it was just i was walking past like it looks cool i grabbed it ate it and moved on so um so so what do you guys plan on doing so you get one thing does lorenzo come to those things still mark lorenzo he does he does so i i really like mark he's one of the original yeah, i think he he was class the panel started back in 20 or 2008 and he was like 2010. So Mark is so down to earth and he'll always come over and talk to me. He actually, he's done the marathon before. So last time we had the reunion last year, he came over and he's like talking to me about how to use the timer, you know, with the intervals and how to do, you know, fueling and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> he was really nice. And he said he knew you. We did talk about the BOGP, um, you know, podcast. So he's a great guy. Really, really nice. And I think he's coming again. He, he I don't think he ever misses. So. Yeah, I don't think he does either. Um, I always see like he posts right. and stuff. So if you see him, just tell him I said hello because I miss talking to the guy. We used I to will. always talk. Okay, I good. definitely will. He's an OG. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I was class of 2019. So um, I was a little further down the road. But, um, you know, I'm kind of getting middle-aged now when it comes to the panel because we have a bunch of newbies that are going to be there this year, but um, we're not the new toys anymore. Like, you know, in Toy Story, how they want to play with the new toys. Our class is not the new toys anymore. So oh, I know. It's like, it's like when I go on know. Facebook and I see my students posting pictures of their babies. I'm like, dude, you were a sixth grader when I had you and now you're having kids. I know. Uh, what is I going know. on? Same. Same way. So. That can't happen. But, um, you know, we always have something kind of fun at at, reu at reunion. The um, the people that run it, like last year, we had a great party in the um, it's at in World Showcase. You know that big tent they sometimes do festival stuff in. Yeah, World Showplace, um, right? Yes, yeah. World Showplace. Mm -hmm. So they had a fun party in there. Um, this year, I think we're doing a little bit at, like a behind the scenes thing at Animal Kingdom. So that'll be really fun. Um, and then we also just have a lot of free time where we can go do stuff, whatever we want to do. And we're going to go, I, I know a bunch of us are going to go to the, um, not so scary Halloween party. So, yes. so uh, in our class, the, the girls from 2019, uh, our theme that we're going to dress as is our favorite magic kingdom attraction. Nice. I like it. it yeah. So the last time I, I haven't been to the party in probably five or six years, but I ran into a group. Well, like 10 years ago, this, this was not the last time I went, but probably 10 years ago, because I remember I had a Mizzou jersey on, and it was when, it was probably, because, let's see, I had a Chase Daniel jersey on. I remember, I, I could picture the picture, so it was probably 15 years ago, actually, now that I think about it. But I got my, the group's costumes were so good that I got my picture with them, and they were all costumes from, they all were like major characters from attractions at Walt Disney World. So one of the people was the the girl from Spaceship Earth that's like in the computer room, you know, like the the female, like, uh, oh, 
she's got that, I would have Ricky calls her Beyonce. That, but that's Epcot. Yeah, that's Epcot. I know yes. it wouldn't work, but there was somebody that was like one of the haunted mansion, like stretching people. Um yeah, but they were. I mean, they but their costumes were spot on. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, I, I don't know how they got like the materials. I mean, everything was so perfect. I, that's the thing. It's like I said, can I get my picture with you? Because, like, I mean, Disney couldn't have done these costumes any better. And they're walking around, and it was just a group of friends. You know, it wasn't like they it, they might have been cast members. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really pry. You know, I always. I, I'm always kind of shy about right. asking. But their costumes were so good. I was like, if I don't take this picture with them. So I have this story. I'll regret it, and I, maybe I'll post that picture oh, on social the media. The costumes are amazing. Oh, so so what? What's your plan? Yeah. I mean, what what do you got going? Where are you going to be? Well, I, I'm no Captain EO like you were. You know, again, that's Epcot, but the thought did cross my mind. But um, so I, well, you know, so I have a few favorites, right? I love pirates. That's probably my absolute hands down favorite. But dressing up as a pirate's kind of like it's kind of common. So I was like, yeah. And then I love Carousel of Progress. It's a good one to take a nap in. And I just love John. Yep. That's and what one of the characters was John from Carousel of Progress. He had, he had the fan, oh the one that said that's Niagara so Falls. Yeah. So I was going to do the, yes. Ni- the Niagara yep. Falls fan. I'll, have to po- I'll post that picture tonight. I'll find it. I'll put it on my social. Oh, uh, my, uh, I'll po- yeah. Cause I got my picture with him at Pecos Bills. Cause they sat down to eat and I was like, I'm going to get in there right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, I that that was going to be my plan. I was going to do John with the Niagara Falls band, yep. and then I changed my mind again, and I'm going to be Zerg. Ah, nice. I like it because you you know most people will you go know, buzz. You know who Zerg most is. people, yeah, most people go buzz, and you're going, you know, well, right. The the uh, the right. anti buzz. Yeah, I like it. And so I have a costume, but it's kind of a run Disney costume. So I might, I know you like things that are multi purpose. So Absolutely. I might be able to get a second use out of it. Oh, yeah. I've run as Buzz before. I mean, in Sozer. Well, I know. I thought I, I, I thought I could get somebody to run with me as Buzz and I could be Zerg. So I can get two uses out of the costume. Yes. So yeah, that'd thought, be perfect because you, know you could I'm like gonna, chase I'm them. Yeah, it. that'd be great. I, I like that. It's like a whole thing. You could chase so, them and be Zerg. Yeah. So when you see me at, at Marathon Weekend and I'm wearing Zerg, you're going to know. Okay. And, and right there, Amy in the live <laughs> chat says, yes, with a bunch of S's for Emperor Zerg. There you go. You're already getting yeah. people are going to be looking for you. Well, I, so my question to you is to tie it all in. Do you have any tricks or tips for the Buzz Lightyear space, you know, space ranger spin? Because I know that's different from the Toy Story Midway Mania. But you know, my friend always tells me she's one of my pan Disney pan, pan. Oh my goodness, plan Disney friends, and she can be galactic hero. She gives me tips, and I can't. I just can't do it. But she says to shoot at. Zerg, and then also at the robot's hands or something, and the volcano. But I don't know. I do. You, have you ever gotten Galactic Hero or have tips for that? I have that ride. Yeah. So it's it's his left hand. The robot, the big robot's left hand has like robot. Yeah. Okay. The left hand has like a hundred thousand point thing on it. So if you hit that, and here's just kind of a general rule that I have, and I apologize for somebody in the live chat posted something that's kind of inappropriate, but I, I don't know how to ban them, so just ignore that if you could, please. Um, <laughs> okay. Because it's Facebook, of course. Uh, but uh, one thing that I do in that game that I find, now this is usually if I'm by myself, but if I'm with like Mallory, I'll tell you, look, here's what we're going to do. And you got to decide who's going to take the stick, right, and control, because, you know, right. and I'm, I'm more competitive, so I usually take the stick. But 
if you turn around and like so shoot that robot when you pass it turn your 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 car around and keep shooting the robot okay. even as you pass it like cuz you can still shoot it for another 10 15 20 seconds even though you're behind it most people quit you know you're always for some priests, I guess it's just how we're, we're brought up, right? You always shoot whatever's in front of you, but that's on a 360-degree right. axis. So you can bring it all the way around exactly. and still shoot targets that you've passed. And that that the light thing hits way far back. So I keep I keep going after the I robot even after that. I pass it. I've tried that. I think my hand-eye coordination is really bad. And also, whenever they take that picture of me, I always have one eye closed and my tongue out. I think that... That, I just think that, you know, I try to close the one eye and I just think that probably my aim is about five feet off or something because I think I'm trying to hit it and I end up with like 200 points at the end. One time I got 600,000 points and my son thought I cheated. I said, I didn't cheat. It's just on there. But, you know, I must have like randomly hit it by accident. But yeah, usually my aim is just so far off. I just, I think I'm just, I'm never going to get the Galactic Hero. But well, I, you know, sometimes it, it helps if you get stopped. I got 60% too. one time. Yeah, it, 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 it's a crapshoot too sometimes, right? And and two, right. here's my problem is like once Toy Story Mania came out, the game got dramatically harder at this it, it over at Magic Kingdom because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to play Toy Story because you can see what you're doing. Now that I go into now that right. I go into Buzz Lightyear, I'm like, I can't even see my laser. Like I don't know where I'm shooting. Like I which one's mine? There's like there's like thirty no. red dots in this right. place and I can't tell which one's mine anymore. Get, but before they put in I Toy Story, so I was fine. Exactly. So do I, but I'm a baby because I've been upgraded now to, to a real game over in the studios. And so now I'm right. like, what, what's going on? I feel like you know, like an eighty year old guy like I can't do this now. There's too many red dots. I, I don't I know. know. Which one's well, they always, my family makes fun of my picture. Cause it's like <laughs> my one eye is so closed. Cause I can't, I'm trying to like narrow in. On I'm the same way. My picture, my picture's but, intense. I mean, cause I, I play to win, you know, like I, I'm not there for the picture, man. I'm like, uh, it's, but, you're competitive. Cause at Disneyland, I had, you well, know, the I gun love, comes out at Disneyland, man. I was, uh, you know, I was, I was ready. Well, the gun does come out. I went to Disneyland like maybe six or seven years ago, and I was like, I like this better oh, because me too. it does come out. <laughs> but I like how you said on uh, Midway Mania, you feel like you need Tommy John surgery, yes. and I love it because my oldest son, my oldest son, he's 21 now, but he's super competitive, and he does like he'll play that game, and he goes all out, and he just he comes out holding his elbow, and it makes me laugh. Oh yeah, they they should have like a they should have like icy hot in the you know in the right outside the door or something you know just like oh man you know they should have like a trainer from a you know for like a retired trainer from like the Houston Astros or something out there like oh you're gonna take care of you. ice that baby down for you before you go over to sci-fi and get something to eat yeah it's no joke that, 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 I mean if you're competitive you gotta be careful record we can't get a reservation there either good because okay because everybody today they're posting i see food blogs posting there's no. great new items it did sci-fi now i'm like well great that's something else i won't get they look good thanks yeah, nice. we, we can never get one. My husband's always like, well, how come you don't make a reservation there? I'm like, because I can't get it. Because I talk so. to Mike Rallman and I'm oh, banned. That's why. Well, we just have to get the buffalo chicken sandwich and, and be happy with yeah, that. That's a, so. Yeah, that's, I'm grateful. That's that's what I get. That's, that's yes. a lot. It's my lot in life, I guess, as C-3PO says. <laughs> well, hey, I will let, I'll let you get some more callers, but um, I hope Scotty G... 
he's probably still acclimating to the time change, but you know, he's having a great time. I, I want to hear how many Hawaiian shirts he, he bought before he went. Oh, he, yeah, I'm and, sure he uh, did. I can't wait to hear the trip report. No, same. It'll be, it'll be epic and awesome. Cause that's how he is with his family. And uh, yeah, I can't wait he to. Is. Well, Hey, I hope your dad's doing better too. Or, you know, you said you made that trip out to see your dad. So I'll uh, keep him in our, yeah. our prayers. I might be going out there quite a bit in the next few months. So, you know, I'm just going to rack up those frequent flyer miles in Southwest. And so it is what it is. You know, it happens. It's, it's the circle of life. So, Absolutely. but, um, all right. Well, you know, we'll, it's all good. Okay. We'll keep them in our prayers. All right. Well, you take care. Oh, thank you. Hey, all right, you Ian. too. Good all talking right. to you. All right. Good talking to you. Take care. Tell the family we said hello. All right. Bye, Mike. All right. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Great call there from Ian from the Plan Disney panel. And we have our next call. Love it that you guys are calling in. Thank you so very much. Who's joining us next? Uh, this is Ryan from Tennessee. Hey, Ryan, Tennessee. Another big SEC uh, state that won this weekend. What's going on? I'm doing great. Uh, I can't complain after yesterday. We got a defensive showing instead of an offensive showing, but that's okay. But I'll let you brag on your Mizzou Tigers. I mean, to be bowl eligible at this point, you got to be stoked. I mean, it's yeah. You know, we got three teams in the uh, in the SEC that are bowl eligible. The three blue bloods. We say we got uh, Georgia, Alabama, and the Mizzou Tigers carrying the conference. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take it while we can have it. No, I appreciate you guys taking out the Aggies. That was very. I was watching you guys because you guys were the pro, you know the mid afternoon game on uh, you know SEC on CBS. So it was, and I, I've always yeah. said Neyland is unmatched. I mean, and you guys checkerboarded it, and oh my gosh, it was it was I I, I it's awesome. I mean, I I can't wait, and, and I'm already taking Mallory's. Like I got to take her because we have two season tickets at Mizzou, and um, she wants to go so bad to the Tennessee game on November 11th. So we're doing a daddy daughter game when they come up. So uh, it's gonna be fun. Looking forward to it. Well, it should be a good game the way you guys are playing so. this year, but. I actually had to watch it on DVR because I was driving back from Walt Disney World yesterday and I had uh, mentioned to you I would call in and kind of do a mini report if that was okay with you. Yes, sir. Let's hear it. Yeah. So, um, and if I'm monopolizing any time or you need to kick me off, you just do it. But um, so we went for this last week, which was our kids' fall break, which uh, we've been playing for a while. And, um, and uh, we had kind of a, uh, non-traditional, uh, land and sea. So we did, uh, four days at the parks and then we did three days at Vero beach actually, as opposed to the cruise. So, uh, and we, uh, and that turned out really good. Um, so, but I'll try to kind of keep it to the highlights here. Um, so we went in and, uh, First day we got, we went, we stayed at Wilderness Lodge because um, I'm a DVC member. And so we got points for that. And then, um, which was great. Um, can't beat um, Geyser Point for sure. Ate oh, there no. first night. And then, uh, and then we went to Epcot the next day, got in first thing into the park, uh, the early hours and were able, they were shuttling people into, uh, uh, Wave Water, Moana's Wave Water. I, I'm already blanking on the name of that the newest attraction there. <laughs> I think it's the Way of Water. The Moana, the the Way of Water, or something. Like, we know what you're talking about. Whatever right? it's called, because right? everything everything nowadays has <laughs> like the longest like... name. It can't just be like Test Track, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we weren't really expecting it. We kind of were came in and they're like, "Go here," and like all of a sudden we we're walking in there like. <laughs> 
Okay. So I guess it wasn't technically open at this point. So, but you know, they were kind of like shuttling people into it early and stuff, which worked out pretty well because as you kind of alluded to, when you've talked about it, even I know you I may not have been there yet, but it is a walk through attraction. Mm-hmm. And so I think it really is going to shine when it's, truly a walkthrough and people aren't lining up right. like crazy to try to get through it because you kind of want to just sit there and kind of play with the stuff and, and not be hampered by trying to get in there really quick. But it was, it was really neat. Um, you know, there's a lot of interactive stuff, really cool for my kids. Um, I have three daughters that are aged, um, uh, four, seven and 10. Oh, it's and probably so, perfect really for them. Enjoyed. Yeah. It's probably going to yeah. be right up there. And here's the thing I think too, for kids that age, I mean, here, and again, this is just my background. I think what's great about an attraction like that, especially like you say, once the hype dies down and you're truly able to just kind of pass through and take your time and spend as much time as you want or as little time. I think what it is, is that you're going to get exposure to things like the water cycle and how things work is that you might not learn it all in when you're walking through there. But then when the teacher brings that up in school, your kids are going to be able to say, oh, yeah, I remember when I was at Walt Disney World that I saw something and there's a relationship already there. And that makes the learning a little deeper. I think that's what Walt Disney World's really good about. But you don't really learn the lesson at Walt Disney World, but you you make a connection like, oh, yeah, I've heard about that before. Now I have kind of an interest. My interest has peaked already because I've, I've been exposed to that. I think Spaceship Earth does that well, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so, and then we kind of went through and did the Epcot things through the day. So, but that Moana was kind of the highlight. Went back um, for the, and then the next day we did um, the um, breakfast at Ohana, which was the first time I'd been there, uh, which was great for sure. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that it was kind of all you can eat, um, but that uh that worked out really well and the kids interacted with the the uh characters and had a good time and then we did the halloween party that night we all went dressed as pirates uh which hit it off really well if you can dress as a pirate for the halloween night it's really good because the pirates right outside of the ca- uh, pirates of the caribbean yep. are super interactive with you <laughs> yeah they are yeah uh, they are they are they want to play with you yeah so they even like they were like, take our, can we take our picture with you? Which was kind of different <laughs> because, <laughs> so because we were all dressed as pirates and came into their thing and they pulled us in right after that. And so, you know, with the Halloween party this year, a lot of times they were having live actors in it and maybe they do normally, but they didn't really have live actors in Pirates of the Caribbean, but they had a ton of them outside of it, which I thought was better because they were kind of interacting with all the guests outside of it even more so than they really did when they were in the, the attraction. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and so went through that, um, was able to get the, uh, Tron lightning lane, uh, or, uh, not lightning lane, but the, um, virtual queue for that, which, uh, I was like, we ended up staying at the party till about 1 in the morning because I got like lane 208. So it was like the last <laughs> virtual queue. <laughs> And my kids really wanted to ride it. And so we pushed it a lot later than we normally have. Just keep, um, just keep giving yeah, them sugar. That, that's what I did with my girls. Just kept giving them sugar and keeping them. I'm terrible parenting, <laughs> but I mean, it was like one night, you yeah. know, and we're at the magic kingdom. Let's well, go. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the party, of course, like when people aren't going through the trick or treat lines, my, uh, my, um, four year old 
would go through the line uh, right outside of Carousel Progress, which was the trick-or-treat point, and then run down the ramp and go right back around. <laughs> and she did it like seven times. <laughs> and she got up there like the fourth time. They're like, haven't we seen you before? And she blatantly lied. <laughs> that's, that's my, that's <laughs> my like, twin no, sister. No, no I got a twin. No, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> She's blatant. Uh, like, of course, it went right back down and ran around because, it went, you know, at the beginning when those trick-or-treat lines are really long, you, if you're going to stay for later, you should just wait. Don't wait in line. for. Even though they go quick, like, at the end, there is no line. And then, like, you can just go back and back and back. Right, and back right, and right. Yeah, they just, the they just want to see people at the end. Okay, real, real quick, Amy in the live chat on Facebook is asking, how was trying? Did you, did you guys enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. You know, um, I think we probably ended up waiting like 35 minutes or so in the virtual queue, maybe a little bit longer or less. I'm not sure. I think, you know, it's, it is it is one where if you really had to wait a long time to ride it, it might be slightly disappointing just how fast it is. But it's really neat. I mean, and it goes really fast and it's fun and it's super smooth, um, you know, and uh so I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. I would I would be positive for it, but I also would know that if I had to wait like two hours for it, it, it would seem a little quick. Yeah, it is it is fast. But see, the lo- the older I get, yeah. I'm cool with that. Like I don't need something that's five minutes long because I, <laughs> I I'm getting old. Like I I get it. But if I was like you know thirty, I'd be like, man, this thing is too short. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. I got a good throw real quick. That's I'm good. I'm go get me something to eat. <laughs> yeah, but I'm skipping through all this really quick. No, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Re- yeah, it was really our big day, and we we did a VIP tour that day on Wednesday of our trip. And, uh, let me just tell you, Mike, uh, if you, well, let me put it this way. Don't do it. Well, that's my advice. So no, what, 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 what's your, I I missed that. What you you did, what you say not to do. Yeah. So we did the VIP tour and I'm saying, this is my advice. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it, Mike. And I'm going to tell you why. If you do it, you're going to have such a fantastic oh, God. day. Okay. Okay. If you can okay. do this, this bucket list item, uh, you're going to ask yourself this one time in a lifetime, you know, I'm going to do it one time. You're and so then smart. right after you get done with it, you're going to be like, how am I going to do this yeah, again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, okay. There's, there's, a, there's, okay. For one thing, I'm so cheap that it'd be hard for me to ever, d- but here's the thing we have talked about, we have the foresters. So Pam and her husband, Steve and Hannah, and Scott's family, yeah. so Scott, Elizabeth, and his daughter, Emily, and my family, we've all talked, because you can get like a group of 12, right? And we've talked yeah. about splitting the cost in doing this a couple of different times. And if you split the cost, it isn't horrible. Like, I mean, it's super right. expensive. Don't get me wrong. And I'm we still yeah. haven't ever pulled the trigger, but we've talked about it. We've come yeah. close. But you're exactly, it's like yeah. a veranda on a, on a cruise, right? Once you get a taste of a veranda, yeah. there's certain things you got to be careful, man. Yeah. It's like, you, once you get a taste, it's really hard to go back. Yeah. So, so you guys, well, so what was the highlight? Well, like, what has you saying that? Well, I'll say that because I did do it. This is the second time that we've done it. And the first time, like I blew out all my credit card points, had no credit card points left, you know, had all my Disney gift cards and I got it all found the cheapest day. If you do mm-hmm. look around, you can kind of find out what the prices are going to be on certain days. So um, just to give you a little background, I guess, on it. And you probably know better than me. But so if you're going to do one, it's a minimum of seven hours that you can start at any point on the day that you want. 
and they will go and pick you up anywhere on Disney property that you want to be picked up on or start at wherever. It starts as soon as they you meet your guide. So when you get your guide and meet them, that is when the VIP tour starts. It can range anywhere, and again, I know this is probably you probably know this, of course, but it can range anywhere from four hundred and twenty-five dollars to uh, $900, depending on the day and how busy it is. And those 425, it may be 450 now. It was 425, I think, the first time I did it, and I may have bumped up just a little bit to the minimum price. But, um, but you know, those are kind of unicorn days. Mm-hmm. Tuesday and Wednesdays are definitely the cheapest, usually, when you're looking out for this. And obviously, kind of February, January is going to end up being cheaper. Some of the midsummer night months are going to be cheaper. You get around spring break, fall break, those type of things, you're going to be closer to the higher base. And obviously mm-hmm. the weekends are, are going to be a lot more expensive than the, uh, than the other days. Um, but essentially minimum seven hours. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it, what I would say yeah, too sorry. is just kind of look at the ticket calcul the ticket calendar because it's probably going to slide yeah. like in in accordance with like your your higher ticket price yeah. days for Magic Your Way tickets are going to be your higher price right. days for the for the tour. Gotcha. Yeah. So and and like if you look on Facebook, you can find people. I mean, I think people call into the agency and find out what the prices are ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And so there are ways to find it. There's not like anything official. Um, but there are ways to find out what the cost will be prior to calling in. You really got to call in right at 60 days prior. So that's, you can't book it till 60 days prior and, um, and they will book up like, so they will sell out these VIP tours. If you call in, like they'll you, like on the phone, they'll be like, if you're calling for X amount of days, which are like 30 days from now, we're all booked up mm-hmm. on the line. Um, but, um, it's a minimum of seven hours, maximum of 10. You can have up to 10 people. And um, if you have any more than that, then you need another guide, which is essentially double the price. Um, oh, so, uh, so if you go to 11 people, then you're double the guide. Yeah. So you're 11th person. You're just, uh, we'll, we'll see you yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You're drawing straws at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, and so like the best, uh, the best strategy they would say is start right where you want to, to start your ride. So meet the guide in the park at the ride, because that maximizes your time from there. Good tip. Um, so I did not do that. Um, I had them pick us up at the wilderness lodge because, you know, I just wanted to, cause if it was going to be a VIP tour, I just felt like I wanted to go through security easily mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to just get picked up at the resort. Um, so anyways, they picked us up at the resort. Um, and, and basically, um, there was a Halloween party that night and we kind of done all of the magic kingdom that we wanted to do, um, in the, the previous days. Um, and so we, we went to, uh, Hollywood studios. We did, and we got there and we did uh, rock and roller coaster, Mickey's uh, Runaway Railroad, Rise of Resistance. Uh, we did um, uh, uh, Blinky Dog Dash. We did uh, Toy Story Mania. We did uh, Tower of Terror. Uh, we did all that within about three hours. So now the, the tour guide basically is an unlimited lightning lane right. pass. Mm-hmm. So now, um, so with, if you're going into this with some expectation of what it is, 
it is going to be a um, you're going to go be able to go into the lightning lane, and that should be your expectation. I will say that they do have some tricks that get you a little faster through the lightning lane at times. But um, so I, I, at times they'll kind of skirt you around different areas in the lightning lane, especially if they're busy. Um, but for the most part, the expectation should be that it's basically just a lightning lane pass for it. Um, additionally, so once you get out of the, um, we'll go out of done with the park that you want to get done with, then they will take you in a private, you know, in our case, van, cause yep. there was 10 of us actually, that was a part of it. And we went to the, um, from there to animal kingdom where we did just the Pandora rides, the flight of passage and uh, Navi River Journey, and we actually then ate at Satuli Canteen. You know, again, if you're trying, when you're doing the VIP tour, yeah. don't do a sit down. Uh, it's right? It's tough for me to say. I mean, this is really to get as many rides done as you can, mm-hmm. right? I, it's it's kind of how most people would look at it. But I would not tell you to do that if you want to get rides done, because if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably savvy enough with the system in terms of the. Uh, Disney, if you're, and if you're willing to, you know, do genie plus and buy individual lightning lanes, you're going to be able to get a ton of rides done. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're savvy enough, I I think you can get, you know, 10, 12 rides done in a park. If you start at the early hours, especially if you have a reservation on Disney property and you bought genie plus and you did, you can, you can get a ton of rides done, but you do so, um, when you have the guide, right, you have no stress in planning that. You just kind of tell them what you want to get done, and they make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. They take you in the efficient way to do it. They, they, they don't. You don't have to stress about making sure that you're getting that pass pass every single time, uh, or lightning lane. Um, uh, you don't have to uh, think about, you know. Um, how do I get from A to B? You just are guided through the parks with no stress. And, you know, again, one of the big things that um, Disney for me that keeps me coming back and back and bring my family back and back is, again, um, all the magical interactions that you have with the cast members. And I can't speak for other VIP tour guys, but we have the tour guide that I've had the two times because we requested her again uh, was Kelly Ball uh, or Kelly B. I should say, I don't know if Kelly Ball. If you search, if you were looking for the best VIP tour guides, she's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is phenomenal. I can't tell you like the first time we did it, we've never met her. She walks up to the resort. My, my four-year-old, then three-year-old, ran up and hugged her never met her <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i don't know how that happens like not scared at all like and not, you know not tim it runs up hugs her right and and this girl times my girls almost tackled her and it had been a year and a half she had she remembered details from our previous tour you know about our favorite colors our um which they had asked the girls because she had gotten magic bands for the family that was with us last time because they forgot them at home right and she uh recalled details about their lives from that she'd obviously had extensive notes on us which we had never thought we were going to do this again um she um you know had the girls 
I'll tell you, the experience with the tour guide is really what made the difference for us. Because when you get to spend all day with a cast member that is dedicated to you, that is of the quality that's ended up in the VIP tour system, right? I mean, it is a um, unforgettable experience. And, and almost, to me, was worth it, even if we didn't even get on any rides, because my girls had such fun with her. And so... Um, and, and we've done the rides and the experiences, but that was really, really great. And obviously you have a day at Disney with no stress. You're, you're getting the day, so anyways, like, you're getting the day like that's advertised on TV. Like you're seeing in the commercials, like you're getting exactly. to see Disney at its best with the best cast member on property, basically, you know, that, that has the resources to provide you with really anything you're looking for, which is what you're seeing in the commercial. Exactly. And you know, the best thing, and I, I can't harp on this enough with the VIP tour guide was that like, and, and when we're walking around too, and so I can't guarantee this with any other tour guide because other tour guides are saying, you're so lucky you got the best tour guide. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, when they're saying that about you yeah, yeah, a colleague, that's great. <laughs> yeah. They're tour, we're recounting other tour guides. You're like, you're so lucky you got the best tour guide. Um, but like, and like when she would come up, she was like walking around with a celebrity, like every cast member knew her, like, and they lit up like, like the piles of kids in the, um, in the commercials for Disney. When Kelly would walk up, she was like the, uh, she was like a celebrity at Disney. So like, that's awesome. that was crazy. Like my, and, and, and I'll tell you because my daughter sat in gum outside of, uh, of course. uh Mickey's. <laughs> runaway railway and she immediately went to try to get the gum off of my daughter like you know was like getting it and like all these cast members that knew her like ran to assist her and getting my daughter i didn't even know what to do i froze up because i was like i should be getting the gum off of her that she just sat in (laughs) and there was like 12 cast members surrounding her getting gum off of her shirt because they all knew kelly that's all (laughs) man that um, is great so yeah so it was great so again if when you're, if you ever do a VIP tour, you can request a guide. Um, it's kind of one of those things too. Like, uh, I, if you know someone specifically, obviously you can request them specifically. It's not guaranteed, but you can also just say like, Hey, I want somebody that's really good with kids that mm-hmm. will be willing to ride on rides with us. Or, Hey, I want somebody who's super efficient. That's going to get us through the park super fast and get me, get us on every single ride that we can. So you can give them a description and they'll try to match you up with that too, of course, because they're trying to get you the best day that you want as possible. Are you talking to yourself? <laughs> uh, sorry, that's my uh, four-year-old. You want to say hi, Maddie? Who are you talking to? Hi, Maddie. <laughs> your, your daddy's not talking to himself. He's talking to the whole world. So here on the radio. Yeah. So, no, it's, just a guy. it's one of the podcasts that I listen to. I'm talking to him. So She'll get to hear herself on Thursday. Really? So you have to play yeah, it back to her. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Wow. She, can, she can yeah. listen to herself on Thursday. Hi. <laughs> so, so cute. Um, anyway, so we and we went to Epcot after that. Um, uh, after after we finished at uh, Spatuli Canteen, and, which we ate there, we did Avatar, they did Avatar twice, or Pandora, sorry, Flight of Passage twice. And, um, and then we went to Epcot and we did guardians of the galaxy. We would have gone on it twice, but it broke down right after our first time. Um, did, um, um, test track and, um, we did frozen ever after. And then she dropped us off at the VIP uh, area, which is right outside Germany. 
which has picnic tables and is roped off for the fireworks. Um, and they did that, which was a, just a great view, of course, especially since it, um, and, uh, and, uh, and then she left at that point. Um, and, uh, so it was just a, it was just the best day. Um, my girls are smiling the whole time, like the Disney commercials. I mean, if you, if you can do it and again, split it, like I split this one with my dad so that it was, that made it much more affordable (laughs) for us. Uh, we were at the parks less, so we only, you know, we had, you know, two day tickets plus a Halloween party. So, you know, we were able to get a lot done and save that way. Obviously we were DVC members, so we prepaid our, our hotel stuff, but I will say like, it's one of those things I saved it all up for my bucket list the last time in February, 2022. Um, you know, I wasn't going to ever do it again. It was the one time thing. And then I did it and I had to figure out how to do it again. So I conned my dad into doing it and my dad, you know, the same thing. He's like, wow, I thought this was really extravagant until I did it. And my gosh, it was worth it. It's amazing what <laughs> so, you do when your kids, again, ha- when your kids have a good time, you'll, you'll make it happen. That's just, that's how it is as a parent. Yeah. 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 So, but again, I can't guarantee that because I can only say that with our tour guide, she was phenomenal. Um, really an amazing experience. And, and if you can do it, you know, definitely do it, but buyer beware, you, you may be trying to do it again. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, because we have, uh, but, we have a few other calls trying to get in here real quick. Let me ask you about Vero yeah. beach. What did you think of that? experience? Oh, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that real quick. Uh, yeah, I love Vero Beach. It's um, you know, we we get there, it's uh it's just it's very chill. I mean, it's like it but you know, the nice thing about it is the pool is big, the slide is big, the cast members are super nice. Um the accommodations are really good. Um and uh, but you know, there's nothing on the agenda, so you kind of if you can do that af- especially kind of after a Disney trip, I mean, uh, then you kind of go from something that is you know, potentially super streamlined, uh, super planned and, you know, uh, stress at least of trying to get to the different things you're trying to get to while you're there to a no agenda on the beach with some fun activities mixed in to keep the kids entertained and uh, super peaceful. Um, we really love Vero Beach. It's the second time we've been there and similar to where we've been to Hilton Head a lot where uh, cast members are really friendly Again, you get a lot more interaction with cast members because there's no parks. So yeah, yeah. same thing with Hilton Head. You get a, you get to experience, uh, you know, just the, the magic of Disney in terms of the customer service and, uh, and how much, you know, they want to make everyone really feel at home. And it gives you your vacation to, from your vacation. You know, you've been going hard. You get to just sit yeah. and relax and just detach a little bit before yeah. you got to go readjust to the real world. Yeah. I got to get out to Vera. I've never done that. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes my wife happy because she, she's not the Disney. <laughs> That'd make my wife. Yeah. So my wife, my wife would love it. Yes. Yeah, say my wife would love that. Yeah. It's yeah. just hard. If you're not a DVC member, it is so hard to get a reservation there. It is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, it's not very it's, big. It, you, you know, kind of, I think prior to COVID it wasn't as bad. It was the same no. thing with Hilton head. Like where occasionally I would do cash for mm-hmm. those uh, beach resorts. And uh, once COVID hit and people kind of, <laughs> seemed like they discovered it yeah because they were using points where they could use them and then um and and that seemed to even make it harder yeah i have a buddy joe down atlanta he's always like mike can you get me one at uh you know he because he's in atlanta right he's in striking distance he's like i'll do any weekend in you know give me a month and i'm like dude nothing nothing and i try all the time there's just 
It's it's so yeah. hard. But uh, to, I mean, everybody goes there, raves about it. And we got Vero Mike here in the uh, chat. He lives there, and he says just awesome. So, yeah. man, living like wait. Yeah, it's just. I love this. I mean, I love hearing your girls in the background. Like, this is perfect. This just makes my night. You're just hearing the great time you had with your family and you got to have such the, the you know, just the perfect Disney day. And more importantly, you got to share the experience with our audience. So the folks that might be thinking about this now have more information to make a great decision and think about it, see if this is for them. Because you know what? Like you said, it's a bucket list thing. You're not going to do this every trip. But I mean, save those rewards points with your Disney Visa. Ask for Disney gift cards at the holidays for your birthday. And you know what? This could yeah. be something you talk about for 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you letting me talk to you. I'll let you get your other calls in. But it's... Uh, no, I appreciate uh, it. I hope that... Uh, I hope you lose to the vault. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see you in Columbia on November 11th, buddy. <laughs> I'll see you. All right. All right you Fair take care. Up. Take care of that yeah. family. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. <laughs> That's a great call. I learned a lot on that call. I loved hearing the girls in the background. All right. We have our next call. Thanks for being patient. Hey, who's joining us? What's going on, Mike? This is uh, Brandon from West Virginia, a.k.a. Uncle Orville. Hey, Uncle Orville. What's going on? Now, should we, we're not going to talk about the Mountaineers. I promise you that this week. No, it was, uh, man, this has been a rough, uh, rough few days for, uh, my sports team. My, uh, Orioles got swept, oh. uh, the thundering herd and, and the Mountaineers both lost, but today, uh, my, my dolphins, uh, saved my sports week. So yeah. they had a big win against the, uh, Oh, and five, uh, Carolina Panthers, but we won't talk about the record. Okay. So. There we go. Yeah. We had the matchup of the two former Bama quarterbacks there today and, uh, two, took it home. I know, so I know go. with. Jalen Waddle in the mix. It yeah. was a it was a, a roll tide kind of day. It was. It was. He got, his, got his touchdown. So hey, no, thanks for calling in. I love seeing your sports uh, you know, posts on Instagram and all the stuff you're doing with the uh with your athletes. So uh thank you for doing that. That's awesome. You're out there uh, helping thank these future you. athletes. Appreciate it. Yeah, we uh we wrapped up our uh season last weekend. So it's always bittersweet to say goodbye to the eighth graders, but uh we have a good a good young uh crew coming back next year. So I'm excited, but it's nice to have a little bit of an off season. So. I hear you. Seasons go too quick though. Like we're sitting in the stands at our high school football game with, you know, I sit with all the cheer parents and we're sitting there on Friday night, like next week's the last football game before playoffs. Like, how did that happen? You know, like three weeks ago, we were sitting here complaining how hot it was and the season had just started and next week's the last game. You know, it's like, man, stuff Absolutely. goes so quickly. Yeah. So yeah, our, our season usually starts the, the first week of August and it wraps up the first weekend of October. So we start when it's really hot. And usually by the time we finish, it's, you know, fifties, maybe upper forties, sixties, if it, if we're lucky. So it's a, it's an odd, odd time of the year here in West Virginia. Absolutely. So. Well, beautiful place. And so what's on your mind tonight? Let's talk. Well, something you, you said the other day on uh, one of this week's show, I can't remember. I think you were talking to Ricky and you mentioned the uh, Taco Bell chili cheese burrito. Eat them every um, week. And it usually I listen. I'm an early riser like yourself, so usually I'm I'm out the door running 4:30, 5 a.m. before school. Um, and you said that and it stopped me in my tracks because that's one of my wife and my all-time favorite Taco Bell dishes. And are they are they readily available in the Midwest? Because I know here in West Virginia, there's one Taco Bell that I can think of within a 20 plus mile radius that carries those. I love this. This is why I have a podcast right here. Yeah. So they're not on the menu. <laughs> they're not on the menu at my Taco Bell, but 
See, we used to, I don't even, here we go. We used to have a place that I went to after church on Sunday nights with my dad every, every week. It was called Zantigo's. It was like a cheaper version of Taco Bell. Like back when I was younger, Taco Bell was expensive. Believe it or not. It was like, uh-huh. we didn't go cause it was too expensive, but Zantigo's was like cheap, cheap fast food Mexican. So we went there and they had a chili cheese burrito and then they changed the name to a chill, uh, to a Chilito. No, it was called a Chilito. And then they changed it to a chili cheese burrito. Well, eventually, I think Taco Bell bought Zantigo's. And long story short, it became the chili cheese burrito. So they had it forever at Taco Bell, but then they took it off the menu. But I've just always asked for it. And it's not on the menu, uh, but they make it. And it's it's the same thing. But yeah, it's not on the menu, but it's $3.99 for this little bitty burrito. But I'm addicted. Oh, it's wow. like it's like my drug. I mean, I, I only get one. <laughs> I only get one because it's so expensive. Because like you can get a bean burrito, it's the same size for like 99 cents or you know, $1.39 yeah. or something. I mean, it's totally a ripoff, but I gotta have my one every, you know, every time I go. So they do have they're them. So, so just ask, I guess. Yeah. Good. But yeah, I've I've had it at like two or three different Taco Bells, but they're never <laughs> on the menu. I don't know. Yeah. Well that's Maybe I should start asking because there's one that has them has them on the uh, menu, and luckily it's down within about a mile from where we teach. So I can always pop over there on lunch and grab one um, if I if I need my fix. So good. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to give you a credit. I mean, forget forget Ozzy Smith. You're the true uh, Wizard of Oz calling the uh, park hopping going away. I try. I on mean, Friday, you know, hey, it, you know, I, I got to be careful what I what I uh, what I bring up on Mondays, man. It could it, it, it happens by Friday. With with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> but Spider Man is stupid as I am, but, man. Uh, that yeah, could be dangerous. <laughs> I heard that this morning on my run, and I was like, man, what what can I get uh, Mike and the gang to claim for me that will just you know come true? Maybe a. Uh, Maybe a, a Dolphin Super Bowl or a, you know Marshall uh, National Championship or something. I don't know. Hey but, man, uh, I, hey let's. Hey, I'm a long suffering Mizzou fan. You know how hard I'd root no, for I us know. to be in the playoff or something like that. I'd give him a left leg or something, man. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, you. You guys had a big, uh, big win yesterday against the Wildcats. We try. Yeah, that was that was that was. I like that one. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kentucky's uh, Kentucky's yeah. given us a bitter pill to swallow many times, and I've been there for a lot of them. So yeah, that was that was a sweet victory. <laughs> anyway, no, but yeah. So what are you? Are you excited about the? Because here's the thing. Like I, I'm trying to think about this with the all day park hopping. I am glad that it's going away because it just takes one less thing to think about. I think that you know going to Disney. And you've been going for a long time. It, it shouldn't be as hard as it is, right? And this just takes one more hurdle out of the equation that you got to think, okay, well, yeah. I got to wait till two o'clock. Like if it's noon, I I'm like in limbo for two hours. Like I'm trapped. I can't yeah. do anything till then. But I mean, you know, yeah, that's, it's not going to affect a whole lot of people. The, yeah, that's the, the situation we find ourselves in because we're, we're early risers. So we try to get there, you know, rope drop and, and do all we can before the park uh kind of busy and and like you said you kind of get done and you're like all right well now will be the time to perfectly you know hop over to a to another park but you check your watch and you're like all right well i got you know two hours to burn and and we're we're usually pop century art of animation you know people so we're like it's too far to go back to the hotel unless we're wanting to maybe hop to epcot or hollywood studios so you kind of find yourself in a weird like limbo mm-hmm. but that's that, that's nice now where you know 
some parks you may just want to go in and do a couple of rides and then hop over. I mean, we're, you know, no disrespect to, to Scotty G and his love of animal kingdom, but we're, uh, we're rope drop animal kingdom, Everest, flight of passage, maybe grab some, uh, Satuli or one of the night blossom, uh, slushy things. And then we're, we're on to the next park. So, yeah, that's, that's me too. I mean, I'll do the, I'll do the safari, maybe yeah. see the lion king show if like the first show's happening pretty quick i enjoy that yeah but i you know i'm I'm in and out of there usually before lunch and because so, like one yeah. of our listeners brought up not too long ago how they park hop there to the second half of the day and like it totally blew my mind like i never even thought to go to another park and then go there like later i was like yeah never thought of that That's like a- i always go there early <laughs> and i'm out at lunch like i've never been there in the afternoon ever but it's probably a great idea because i bet you most people do what we do go early and jump out so they're, they're yeah. saying i would agree cools off a little bit yeah so i was gonna well, i, I would say would stay open later because you miss out on all of the the bioluminescent right you know, the little uh effects in pandora because it i know they have to close a little earlier but it's a shame that you don't get to see that yeah that, that's, that's a beautiful effect well do you do you run the races you run don't you all the road Disney ones well, that that actually is is one of my my goals, but just the the time uh, times of the year, I've I've always wanted to make it down for one. I've ran a few. Uh, there's the the Marshall Marathon here in in, in uh, Huntington that I've done a you know, a few times and a you know, couple of half marathons, but never a never a run Disney event. See, okay, here's one thing. Let me get. I'm giving you props because my grandparents grew up in Ashland, Kentucky, so they grew up in yeah. Cal- Calisburg. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky. Yeah. So all I've heard about is how hilly it is where you are. <laughs> and my dad goes out there once in a while because he he owns the piece of land, like just like a lot. He owns like one lot, like you know, like yeah. like a house that lives that sits on a lot. He owns the lot where my grandpa's house was when he grew up, oh, wow. so like from like the early 1900s. Because he, he calls it Rollman Mountain because it's like on top of a hill. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> the school that we teach in is right across the river from Catlisburg. Um, it's, it's in a town called Cerrito, which was actually the, the, um, place for the, the Marshall university plane crash back in the seventies. Oh, so wow. that's kind of the, how that city is on the map, sadly. Um, but yeah, Catlisburg is just a, a stone's throw from the middle school that my wife and I, uh, teach at. I have to set, I have to show you this picture. Cause I have a picture here. It's right over my shoulder. I keep here in the office. It's of my grandpa's family, a large family. When my grandpa was three, and it's them standing on this lot where they were building this chicken coop that had tragically caught on fire later after they built it. And his twin sister was killed in the fire. But it's it's my grandpa was born in 1921. He's three in the pictures. This picture's from 1924 in Catlisburg. Oh, wow. And, but I mean, my, my dad went back and bought this lot because the people that owned it were put it up for sale. So he bought it for, you know, minimal price. But um, my grandpa, when he was when he was alive, always told the stories of how hilly it is. And so I give you props because I hate running hills. That's why I'm on treadmill every day. I well, hate hills. It's it's <laughs> odd though where where we live and the you know not to promote the Marshall Marathon because it's usually the same weekend as Wine and Dine. Um, but it's 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 a flat course. That's what somebody right Andrew says around. it right now in the live chat. He's like, it's a surprisingly flat. <laughs> yeah, it, I know a lot of. A lot of people use it to get their their Boston qualifiers, and the cool thing is, is you like the last two hundred yards are on the football field. So you you oh, go in sweet. like through the visitors exit or entrance, go down to the the far end zone, 
and on the way back they hand you a football and you you know get to cross the goal line as the finish line oh my god um, so that's, that's awesome a, oh my god i gotta look into this now. yeah <laughs> yeah it's a really cool i mean it, it, it kind of gives you a tour of the city you get to go down uh to really pretty areas uh some stretches are kind of desolate at my pace most of the uh faster runners have already come through and i'm kind of back of the pack kind of you know back third so there's some stretches where it's just me and open pavement uh which, <laughs> that'd be you, me. Know, you kind of get in your head and, yeah. yeah that'd be me that'd be me, in the but... mornings i run around our our little uh town here and it's it's pretty flat there's some hills if you want to find some hills but there's also some pretty good uh flat spaces there if you're if you're looking for uh just nice nice easy beautiful area that's cool yeah uh, before i let you go here yeah, go i wanted to weigh in on on the friday topic about being ceo yeah absolutely uh, that's that's what i was hoping somebody would right. bring up good <laughs> kind of going with um the running theme here my first would be just kind of a generic run disney store at disney springs thank you um, yes maybe they could i've said that forever they could maybe use it as an outlet for some of the the race specific stuff but i would love just to get like a nice like long sleeve kind of tech hoodie to wear on like cold mornings to run in or just a t-shirt or, or something. I mean, not being able to make it down for the races. I feel like that would be, I mean, no disrespect to fleet seat or whatever it's called, but you know, could that just be transformed into a run Disney kind of just, you know, still sell the shoes, still sell the stuff, but uh, have some just generic run Disney merchandise. I, a hundred percent agree. One, it would work great for race weekends. Okay. So let's just start here real quick. It'd be great for race weekends for people that forget things. You could have a second place where you don't have to go all the way over to wide world of sports. It'd be way easier. If you're staying at Riverside French quarter, Saratoga Springs, old key West, you get on a bus, just head over to Disney Springs. Maybe you're having dinner there already and just pick up something you need. You have supplies there, you know, things you might need gels, yeah. you know, you don't have to have a ton of them cause you know, but you have runners needs, but like you say, more importantly year round, you have, you don't have like stuff that says wine and dine or springtime surprise, nothing like that. But you have, like you said, tech shirts to just say run Disney, you know, with like a, just a yeah, real, exactly. cause you know what? Even people that aren't run Disney runners are going to buy that stuff in bulk. Cause they're just, people are yeah. just runners and they're going to be on a Disney vacation. So they're runners and they're at Disney. They're going to buy that stuff. Yeah. And I bet you there's going to be 20% of people that buy it that aren't even, they don't even know what run Disney is, but they'll buy it anyway. I would, that's yeah, such a no brainer. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, so every much. once in a while, you'll see some stuff on like shop Disney, but it's not very, very often. And it's usually like race specific stuff or if they're having some kind of event where they're, they're wanting to, you know, promote something they'll have, you know, and it's, it's not marked down, which is fine. I, I'll, I'll gladly pay, you know, full, uh, full rack rate for, yeah. for a tech hoodie or a, or a, you know, t-shirt or zip up, whatever. Um, so that would be my first, you know, trying idea. to help Disney out, trying to make them some money. Cause my second, my second thing would be, um, well, one of two things. My first idea would be to allow people to pre-order, the refillable resort mugs at a slight discount. Um, That's a good you know, idea. Just I, we we always buy one because I have to have my my morning Coke Zero or my last thing before I go to bed Coke Zero. So we're good for the twenty. But if they could just you know kind of like they used to do with the Magic Bands or maybe they still kind of do 
where if you order it before you arrive, they take off five dollars, or maybe buy one get one if they're if they're feeling extra generous. I like that idea, and because they're always talking about sustainability, what if? And I know this has to be possible. It can't be that difficult. What if they let you bring it back, like a like not forever, but let you bring back one from a previous trip, say for like two years, and you get fifty percent off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of it being Man, twenty bucks, it's that, ten bucks, but you bring your mug. You're still getting ten bucks for just the soda. You know what I'm saying? They're not even having a cost yeah. of a mug. And they could use that yeah. as a sustainability, you know, uh, you know, point on their next PowerPoint presentation to whoever. I I've always thought that because you all, well, all it would be is programming that chip on the bottom. Yeah, and you and you kind of see this done, you know, hush hush with the popcorn buckets. You know, you can Yes, yes, because they can't chip them. As long as you're within kind of the general, you know, not to have, you know, Disney come after me, but, you know, you can, you can reuse those and, you know, they're still making $2 or $2 plus, whatever it it is now, you know, for popcorn that, that literally costs pennies to make. Same thing with soda. Soda's very cheap. It's the mug that has the cost in and just, I don't know. I I would love to have some kind of special there. I, I wouldn't go as far as say, give it free. Um, the way they used to with the dining plan, maybe that will come back in the new year when they bring back the dining plan. Um, but until then, maybe a, a nice pre-order, you know, $5 off if you, it, if you buy it before you arrive. But it's um, still not free with the dining plan. It's just built into the cost of the dining plan. Like, I still think yeah, that's, that's true, a great true. inclusion. <laughs> it's a great inclusion because you know it's built into the price of the dining plan, but as a customer, as a guest, you feel like you're getting yeah. something free. I think Absolutely. that 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 yeah, yeah. This, the way they're free. doing it, it makes <laughs> it feel good to the guest. I, I, cause I mean, yeah. the thing is like, they're building it into the price and it feels like they're handing you something that, Oh man, I'm getting free drinks for the price for my entire stay. <laughs> I like that idea because you know, I'm, I guess cause I'm a sucker, right? I mean, I, I always used to be like, woo, you know, I'm getting a mug. I don't know. That was me. I'm, yeah. I'm such a sucker yeah. for things yeah, like Disney- that. Disney free is more about the feeling it gives you yeah. as opposed to but I'm paying a fortune. Yeah, actually, exactly. I'm yeah. not getting anything free, whatever. Yeah. Makes yeah, totally. me feel like it's all inclusive because I've already paid for it up right. front and have been yeah. paying on it, you know, hundred dollars a time, buying gift cards at yes. the club, whatever, whatever we got to do. It's yeah, totally. Uh, to make, uh, make it there. All right. And my final thing would be, you know, kind of keeping in line with your all's, your all's theme from Friday of, you know, focusing on uh, Hollywood studios. I would, I would bring back, a great movie ride, um, yes. but use it similar technology to what they have with uh, Mickey and Minnie with how the set pieces just kind of change and the projections so that it would be a little more easier for them to update it, you know, have some classic movies, but also be a way of promoting their newer stuff. Like, cause that's, you know, like, I guess it's kind of the old thing. You don't realize what you have. Like I miss growing up with the old MGM, the backlot tour, the great movie ride, and now that we don't have those things, you know, you kind of get nostalgic and look back. So I would love to have some kind of just like simple dark ride through Disney animation, have, have some like pivotal scenes from classics, but also incorporate some of their newer stuff just to kind of generate buzz, but, but have it set up in a way that they could kind of plug and play different movies throughout the year, maybe seasonal, maybe uh, something premieres, they could include a scene. But that would be my big, my big CEO decision. I like that. And here's the thing too. I wish, because I think, you know, it, it, you, I think big companies get so entrenched in the way they do things that 
and I think you, you work in education, so you see this too, and I think this is huge in education, is that you get so caught up in like a dogma, right, in how things are done, that it's kind of hard to like, to get off that train track and do things so differently. And I know that Disney goes in and they say, okay, we need to, we need to freshen things up. We got a new generation. Things need to be different. Things need to be embracing the newest technology. And we have a new audience coming in and and this and that, but I, I don't think it always needs to be rip out and replace. I think that sometimes you need to just build additional because the thing is like, I love Mickey and Manny's runaway railway, but I don't love it as much at the cost of the great movie ride. I think that we could have had yeah. both somehow. And I think that that would have been the biggest yeah. win of all because you're right. I mean, you know, I, I just think that that would have been a cool opportunity to, like you say, update it a little bit, but also keep some of the nostalgia because what a way to introduce guests to, I mean, Disney's a movie company, you know, and they yeah. have the best animation, like make make it more of a celebration of what you do. Disney as a company, but also have Mickey and Minnie's does maybe not, not even at the studios. I don't know. Uh, well, who knows? And there's, there's so much space there. Like my wife still mourns the loss of the, the little mermaid show that's been shuttered, you know, since COVID and really no, the, the, the signage is still there. The, the little characters, but like the, the star Wars launch bay, I know it's used every once in a while for, you know, special events, mm-hmm. but there's so much space where I feel like, like yes. you said, those two things, one doesn't have to go away for the other to exist. Like Mickey and Minnie could have still been there. It's a great ride. Our kids love it. We love it. But at the expense of something that was just, you know, with the, whether you're going to get the Western scene or the gangster scene and the, you know, your tour guide was a little bit different each time. Like there was this, I feel like there was so much of that, that kind of kept the spirit of that park. I know it's no longer a working studio and, and times change. And Walt said that Disney world isn't meant to be a museum. But you don't always have to, and, and exactly what you said about education, there's not always that need to, like, update things. When something's working, like, you don't have to change it just for the sake of changing it. And, you know, I know greater minds than, than me are, you know, thinking about this, and, and they're they're doing the guest surveys, but I feel like there's also enough people out there who in, enjoy, like you said, like, this is, that's the spirit of Disney is the animation is the, the movies are the characters and the stories that they've, they've told that's made them or has brought them to where they are today as this, you know, conglomerate. Yeah. I I'm with you. I mean, I see it in their promotions nowadays. I mean, because, you know, I've been lucky enough to go to some of these social media things over the past few years and they have shown us like, you know, especially I've gone to some of the travel trade stuff as a travel agent and they've showed us like how to promote our business and stuff like that. And they show us, okay, mm-hmm. make everything choppy and make everything very vibrant, you know, make it basically very TikTok. And so if you watch the commercials on TV, because I watch a lot of ESP college football, right? And on college football, especially on YouTube TV, they have a lot of Disney commercials because, you know, there's yeah. a lot of parks commercials. And the commercials now are like, if you watch them closely, like, and I, I watch them now as more of like a critical eye, like they're shot from like that. Um, what's that? That kind of lens, that fisheye lens. It's they're almost like uh-huh. TikTok videos. If you watch them, they're very quick, quick little hits. They're from like, uh, you know, like uh, somebody running around with an iPhone with like a fisheye lens. And but I mean, that's what Disney is selling to America. Like they're they're not the traditional, you know, VHS planning video anymore. And so that's their audience, <laughs> but I think it's yeah. got to be a balance too, because nostalgia is a powerful thing. 
And there's a lot of folks that, that, you know, grew up in the eighties and nineties in the park that don't want to hundred percent abandon what they had. I know that we gotta, we gotta have new stuff and I, I love new stuff. Don't get me wrong. I mean, guardians of the galaxy, you know, cosmic rewind isn't for me. I just, I I get a little motion sick, but I think it's amazing. I've done it twice now. I mean, don't get me wrong. That thing's thing's awesome. Like they, they hit a home run with it and it doesn't have to be for me. That the thing's great, but you know, and there's nothing that that's a great attraction. I'm glad they have it. But you also can't get away from, you know, you can't be scared to leave some things, too. There's you got to And I think we're seeing, too, you know, you got to increase capacity. We need more stuff. And so when you're always replacing, you're not building capacity. You know, Len Tessa talks about this a lot, too. Like we need more things because that that's how you get shorter wait times. You know, that's common sense. And common sense ain't so common. when, when, When what you're replacing, what you're building are these you know, virtual queue required rides that are right. like causing, you know, mass congestion of people walking around, looking at their phone, waiting where something like living with the land or, you know, spaceship earth where there's, you know, if there's a half an hour wait, that's, you know, the parks are slammed that day, but it eats up people, even like the, the shows and, and stuff that I feel like is, I mean, and, and thankfully, you know, with the announcement of, of world of motion, kind of getting a little nod in the test track, update like hopefully they go back to more of that whether you know we'll ever see another dark ride omni mover you know slow peaceful you know just set pieces i would i would love that and our kids you know we have a 11 8 and 3 and they they love the the exciting rides they talk about you know frozen ever after and remy but they also talk about you know the haunted mansion and spaceship earth and living with the land yeah. stuff that like my wife and I grew up loving and, you know, being, being educators, we love that. I mean, Epcot is, is the, the marriage of my, you know, passions of, of Disney and social studies. Like, so I love that they, those rides get them excited. They love seeing the countries, things that you can't get at your local, you know, theme park, your local amusement park, you know, that Disney can, you know, pull off in just spectacular ways. And it's like, I know there's a there's a crowd that wants the the thrill rides and we love Guardians, but you know there's also I feel like room for both at the table. You know, have some slower, you know, slower paced rides. And what's shocking too is that growing up, Paige and Mallory, my two daughters, who are now you know 27 and 15, she thinks she's 16, she's not yet. Um, but they love living with the land. They love Carousel of Progress. And like you would think well, that the way Disney approaches things that that's like a like a like those kind of rides are toxic to teenagers, but somebody's <laughs> not getting the message that you know like eight year olds, ten year olds, even sixteen year olds still appreciate those kind of rides. You know, like yeah. they're they're not toxic to them. But I think there's like some kind of like there's a disconnect there that that those rides don't work for those. You know, because I, I know that they're going to be more drawn to e ticket attractions, but I think that. You need to have it all. You need to have a buffet. You need to have variety. So I don't yeah. know. I think that's what I think it's kind of what we're saying here. <laughs> like but I, I love yeah. I love this conversation yeah, we, because we, you know, I think this is this is very uh much what a lot of people are thinking. Yeah. And we ventured, you know, across to the other park and like have ridden rides there and love them. Like I feel like that's you know, kind of serves a different different purpose. They're still great. I'm like it's like Disney can pull off the slow you know, just like good animatronics, tell a story, you know, kind of, I know you've, you've mentioned this on the podcast with like, 
the Enchanted Tales of Belle. Like one of the, the most underrated, you know, 100%. not a whole lot of people know it's back there. Like it's just kind of sitting there at the at the entrance to the, the Beast Castle and Be Our Guest restaurant. But like it's such a neat experience that, you know, you, you go in there and I know like you, I've always, always get chosen as a suit of, <laughs> suit of armor. Yep. Um, but our kids talk about, you know, we had one, one time a daughter was the word that was um, Chip and the other was, was the beast. And like, it is just that those are memories that they still talk about. And that was five, six years ago. hundred percent. So I'm like, I feel like there's so much potential in, in just the, the simple storytelling that I love the thrill rides. I'm getting a little, little up there with, you know, knee and back <laughs> for, uh, some of the space, know, space mountain, space, space, mountain, mountain space, space mountain tells you how old but, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yes, no, it, it's exactly right though. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I, I sometimes I think that it's not that hard, right? I just think that some of these these uh, market research people, I, I wish they could just walk around with me and just like you know, I could spend a little time and just say yeah. just just go into Enchanted Tales with Belle. We don't have to go on Guardians. Like Guardians is yes, that that's a no brainer. Like that thing's gonna sell itself. You can tell by how many lightning lanes you sell. Like. Just leave, that thing, yes, you won. That thing, that thing, perfect. Like, but, but look at, look at Enchanted Tales. Look at Carousel Progress and look at how many people love this. Like, and it's all generations. Yeah. It's not just grandma and grandpa in here. Like, watch who's coming in and who's in, more importantly, yeah. who's singing the song when they leave. It's like a little eight year old, you know, that sings the <laughs> song. So I don't know. I, I just think, and I appreciate that we get to have this conversation. That's what I love because we have passionate fans and we all enjoy it for different reasons. But, uh, you know, yeah. that's why it's so fun. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing, uh, I actually started the YouTube video from the, um, give kids the world of the, uh, expansion draft. And I, I, I made it as far. I heard Ricky's first pick of pirates. So I'm trying to, I'm not sure if, you know, cause usually I listen to it on run. So I'm not sure if I can hold out and wait to hear that, that hour on one of the podcasts or whether I should go back and try to squeeze some, you know, maybe my lunch break at school or something and watch that episode. But her, her fist, her first pick kind of got me, uh, a little, uh, uh, questioning how the well, rest of the draft will go. I can't even remember what I picked. I just know that Pam picked a retired attraction and then it got everything off track and there was arguing. So I, I just know it was a mess, <laughs> well, but yeah, we'll get it out there as quick, that's, as quick that's as That's kind of how can. baseball works. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, well, I, I appreciate you having the great conversation tonight, taking time out of your busy Sunday night and, uh, you know, best wishes here during, uh, you know, the fall time of the, the, the school year. Cause I know it's super busy and, uh, have a great fall season with your students and your athletes. I really appreciate you calling in. All right, Mike. Thanks for having me. I All appreciate right. it. Take care. Go herd. Z-O-U. See you later. All right. Well, that is going to do it for tonight's show, but Hey, I cannot thank you guys enough for the great calls because you carried the show. This was great. We had trip reports. We talked Vero beach. We talked about VIP tours. We talked about what you would do, man, such common sense ideas there from West Virginia. I mean, Ian called in, talked about the plan Disney reunion going down and her plans for the Halloween party. And I, I love this because there's a passion for the Disney destinations. And that's what this is all about. That's what the show will always be about. Even after 15 years of podcasts, we can get back together. We can have a great time. It's always positive because of you guys. We have such the best community. And I just enjoy getting to share this, this with you. So thank you for making this a part of your Sunday night or your Thursday. If you're listening here on the feed, 
I don't get to say it enough, but just thank you for always taking the time to listen to our show and spreading the word about our show. That really does help. And if you don't mind this week, uh, and I, I always say iTunes, I'm so old. If you could leave us a review somewhere, wherever you listen to the show, download the show, that would be very much appreciated. I forget to always ask about that. But uh, that is how people discover podcasts is when there's a new review, it tends to pop that podcast up on the list. So if you wouldn't remind, uh, wouldn't uh, mind this week, just go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show and give a review. That'd be amazing. I'd really appreciate that. Don't forget the show brought to you by uh, The Magic for Less Travel. When it comes time to book your next Disney destination, Disney trip, I would love to personally help you take care of that. Just swing by themagicforless.com. All the details are over there. Also, we have an Amazon affiliate link that supports us throughout the year. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon and our Patreon subscribers really carry the show and allow us to pay for all this, the video podcasting, the audio support, uh, you know, the hosting for the website. This all costs quite a bit of money, but it's all supported by our Patreon subscribers. If you wouldn't mind helping us at just $5 a month, that would be great. And thank you to everybody who does. You also get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media this week. I'd love to talk to you at be our guest Mike on Instagram, Twitter slash X and threads. And of course, Scott is out at Alani. So if you want some palm trees and oceans and stuff like that, I'm sure it's going to be awesome at F Scott. Follow him. Let him know. Happy birthday. It's his 40th out there. So give him a shout out. All right. We'll be back again next Sunday night. Join us. Give us a call because Scott's still going to be gone. And we're going to do this again. I can't wait to talk to you guys. You guys are the best. So until we talk again, you guys have a great Sunday night or Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.